Hello, this is Mary. And this is Chandler. And this is Jojo. And you're listening to The Miss Fisher Files. So we are poolside in Palm Springs, and we have a special guest with us. Could you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Tony Tills, and I am the director of Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears. Oh, that old thing. (laughs) That old thing, as well as a TV series as well. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. So I think our first question is, how was last night the world premiere of this movie you've worked so hard and long on? Uh, last night was fantastic. Um, we couldn't have asked for uh, a better response to the film. Um, the crowd just were crazy. They loved it. Um, they all laughed at the right places <laughs> and even laughed at some places that I thought, oh, do you hope they get this stuff? And they absolutely got everything. So I, I couldn't have been happier, you know, with the, with the whole response to the film. The fans were pretty happy too. That's good to know. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, because it's always, you know, it's that it's always that tricky thing when you're sort of taking on the kind of the a cinematic version of the series um, and trying to do, um, trying to be sort of honour the series, but yet trying to make it film feel like a film and make it sort of cinematic and and for people who don't know the series still be able to follow it and understand what's going on. And so um, that's always the, the balance. What was it like to kind of ramp up to the getting the crew back together, doing these characters again. How did that process go? Oh, look, it was, it was sort of like, um, it was a bit like a family <laughs> reunion uh, when we first started. And it's, it, it was always that, um, you know, it, it had been, a, it had been a, a bit of time since the series had finished and since we'd all been together. Um, and especially with Essie and Nathan and a lot of the cast. Um, and there was always a question for me whether... Um, Look, how how quickly could people slip back into character, and how how quickly we could get into the groove? But it, it was instantaneous. The moment we did that read through, um, everyone was just we, we were back, and um, and so that was exciting. And, and having sort of a lot of the production team back together again, we'd all kind of had worked together before, so it was really nice to sort of to, just to get back into it, and also to work on a on a on a bigger canvas too, to mm-hmm. be able to go, wow, look, you know, we've got we've got a lot more. Um, you know, we weren't just confined to Melbourne. We were you know, had the opportunity to take our story worldwide. And I think, as we said before, you know, it's sort of the opportunity to do... Because um, Franny's always had this incredible mystery backstory about her international travels. And so it was really great to go, oh, look, here's a little bit of her when she's not in Australia. You know, this is, this, this is what her life is like. And so... And then also, and also I think, just for us to get, to get Jack out of, out of Melbourne as well was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So all of that was great. Uh, what was it like? So it's no, we're trying not to share spoilers, but yep. there, it is no spoiler that you guys got to film in Morocco. Yep. Uh, how was that for you as a director filming outside of sort of maybe the comfort zone of Miss Fisher, which is Melbourne? Morocco was fantastic. As I said, you've got these wonderful locations. Look, I, I have had the advantage separately to have done a lot of filming outside of Australia. So I've been doing, I have have worked in um, Indonesia and Singapore um, and China. So um, Morocco was, it was less less intimidating for me in in that aspect. Um, But I think what was really exciting was to have, to have a Phryne um, in that environment. And I think, and what I meant by that, even the Moroccans were going like, wow, and just a little aside to this, was that, 
the sets that, and the locations that we use, a lot of them are used for a lot of uh, gladiator biblical stories, right? So, sure. so yeah. when a lot of when a lot of uh, uh, foreign companies come there to film, they'll be either doing um, period biblical or they'll be doing um, uh, Iraq War type stories, Afghanistan stories. So very few stories are really have been set in the twenties and the thirties. And also, I think the Moroccans were just just laughing, and the Moroccan crew were just having a great time seeing Miss Fisher in all her glorious wardrobe in in these sets and settings, which normally have much more period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were all going, wow, this is going to be such an unusual-looking film. And, and, and of course it is. It yeah. was, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it was also really lovely because we as fans have watched the series probably multiple times. And one thing I noticed is a lot of how shots were framed or presented. We got little nods to sort of like iconic Franny moments. Mm-hmm. Like it will be no spoiler to say there's a moment where you kind of see her get up and she's in her bed and the way that it was framed and the way that it was shot was just, it felt iconic. So it was thank you for right, that. right back to cocaine blues. That's well, yeah. that well, absolutely. Cause I think that was part of the, um, you know, both um, uh, Roger Lancer, our director of photography, and I had talked about, you know, making sure that um, we kept the feel and the flavour that we'd always, we'd always intended to do when we first started the show. Um, we really wanted to kind of keep it in a classic, a classic style anyway. That sort of that sort of that 1930s style of filmmaking anyway was part of our brief. And uh, and again, we were sort of going when we were shooting this. We're going well. We have to do our we have to do homage to ourselves, really, um, in some parts of it, you know, and, and plus other movies as well. But but a lot of that we were trying to kind of capture that some of that stuff that we've done before and keeping that sort of framing. I have two questions. So the first one is really tell me about your partnership with Roger because it's clearly you guys have worked together for years. So are you friends? Are you coworkers? Like, what has your partnership creatively been like? Oh no, look, it's really I. I mean, Roger and I got sort of started to work together. Really, I'd sort of, we'd both had come through um, uh, the Australian broadcasting system way back. We'd, we didn't really know each other then, but we'd both been through this, this, this um, which is the Australian Television Network, which does, which, which does, that, does film and TV back in Australia. We both had gone through that training. So, and not to say it's like a classical training, but it was a great apprenticeship. So we'd both had kind of been schooled in that. I think when we were talking, when Fiona and Deb had approached me about the, the starting the Miss Fisher book, starting the film, the series, we talked about what, what would be the right DP for the show. And for me, the most critical thing for me, I said, look, this is going to be about uh, um, classical, beautiful lighting. You know, not... We didn't want to be the. I think at the time there was a genre for um, the push in films was all, all a bit verite, a bit more handheld, a bit more edgy, a bit more cutty, um, and um, I really felt that we we needed to be much more classicism in our in our approach, and um, and Roger because Roger had um, um, Roger had done a lot of lot of Kenneth Branagh's films, mm-hmm. so he'd worked with Kenneth Branagh right from Kenneth's first film all the way through. So he'd done a lot of uh, and especially a lot of Kenneth Shakespeare films. Um, and so he's Rogers seemed like the perfect, the perfect fit for the show, and that's how it started. So, and then that's where we, we developed working together from that point. And then you mentioned uh, maybe some other films or influences on this picture. Can you name a few, or do you oh, not want to? <laughs> no, look, I think I think there's you know I th- like there was a lot of you you go you, you well you look at um, look I think romancing the stone was always a, on our on our list of what we've kind of. 
of the banter we were trying to get between those two characters. Um, that was always a kind of inspiration, more more just in style of performance and that, as opposed, you know, and some framing. You know, you, you've always, you know, you go to the desert, you go, okay, well, I'll look at, I'll, you know, you've got to watch Lawrence of Arabia and, and go through all that, you know, for the sand dunes and that kind of stuff. And then, you know, and then we're sort of we're doing a nod, a nod, a little bit of a nod to, you know, Indiana Jones, and because Indiana Jones was a nod to the those old style movies back in the in the you know the serial movies the Sunday matinees and all that sort of stuff and so I think that's where we're trying to, to nod that and I think in a way um, and someone expressed to me the, the, um, just recently um, was that it was almost like a um, it's almost like a movie that was made before Indiana Jones. That's yeah. the feeling that we're after. Yes. So we weren't yeah. we weren't trying to copy it. We were trying to make it. Well, so this later is, you can say Indiana Jones watched you. Watch this. That that was the kind of idea. You <laughs> he know, was that was inspired by Franny. Yeah, that's yes. exactly it. So that was <laughs> that was as, as crazy as that sounds. That was sort of the kind of the 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 thoughts behind it. To that's go. my headcanon now. Is yep. that yeah. Indy met Franny <laughs> on her adventures and is like, ah, oh, oh. I should do more like that. I should yeah. do. I should do it more <laughs> like that. that. I should be that. Um, yeah, it's yeah. so funny. You say all of that and it's like you took words out of my mouth too because all of that reads to the audience and I think also what you were saying about classic filmmaking classic cinematography classic framing is part of the appeal to the audiences too I think that's look, why it found the audience that oh, look, it did. And look and that's what we're hoping for going that's sort of what, what you know the hope that we're going for because we did talk about this idea that we really wanted to be to feel like um these films weren't being made at the moment. You know, like, I, I, like I'm going, look, I, you know, I haven't seen a film l like this for so long, you know, and, and people go, oh, is it, you know, it's a bit old-fashioned. I go, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a uniqueness to it because it's, it's something we're not, we're not following that trend. We're, go we're going back to some, 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 some of the good old classics that we like. So that was sort of part of the gamble, I guess, and um, I think it's paid off. Yeah. It feels like we're in kind of a comic book superhero phase right now in cinema, and I feel like Phryne is sort of superhero adjacent, <laughs> but there's more humanity there, Yeah. and that's really such a huge part of it, I think, for me and for fans who just love her as a person, but also see her do these incredible things. Yeah, it, well, look, I think the character-based look, the character -based stuff's much more important, and then the, then for us, you know, we weren't... We didn't want it to make it a big, uh, uh, a big CGI movie. I mean, admittedly, we didn't have the budget to make it a big CGI movie, um, but um, but we never wanted to feel like it was a, a, that style of movie. You know, it, 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 there's sort of a there's a nice kind of um, I don't know how to describe it. I, I mean, I was going to say sort of not old fashioned, but it's just a lovely kind of a lovely sort of homage to that to that again to that style of filmmaking. Well, everything seemed, a lot of things seemed like that was done in camera, right? So very yeah. little seemed to be added on post, which I always love as uh, someone who enjoys watching films and television. Like you said, everything's now superhero CGI madness or cats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a refreshing reprieve from the CGI madness. Yeah, that is cats. Look, 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 absolutely. Look, and I'm. And which I'm, I enjoyed. No, no, no. But I've sort of, as I said, I'm a big, uh, you know, I've. Um, having worked with CGI in both, I mean, I've, when we can do it, when you can do it practically, it always, it always feels much more real, or you know, much more real. And and the actors can act act with it, you know, they're not acting against a, a, a silver blob or a, you know against the green something. And so, um, and so, all that stuff's really important to kind of do it do it as, as best you can practically. Yeah. I have to ask if there was any particularly challenging days on set, and then maybe if there was a, a day that just everything went magically right, or you had a special surprise that you didn't expect. 
Oh, look. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there was... It's, it was always, you know, as I said, it was... We were... Okay, we were it's we were very ambitious at the start because you know we 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 didn't have a huge huge budget that we you know we had a kind of very small budget um and so we were attempting a lot of stuff that was was trying to you know to to do bigger bigger stuff out with with little time so there's lots of days where you know everything went sort of crazily wrong um i think in the desert um the stuff that we did in the desert <laughs> um you know, we'd have you. The, the one CGI that I think you you don't notice, but did so much work was removing footprints from the sand, or and vehicle tracks from the sand, and everything. Like every time you'd set up a shot, there'd be you know um, something would be have walks through the sand. You know, you go, oh my god, that's beautiful I mean, sand dune. Don't don't destroy that sand dune. You a know? few scenes where we could tell there was CGI, yeah. and we honestly were talking about we're like. All that sand dune stuff must have been in camera. It was so beautiful. <laughs> so that was uh, yeah. we were fooled. So yeah. good job. No, no, no. Look, <laughs> and, 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 and I think that was the craziness because we kept the kind of we'd do we'd have to do a shot and then we're trying to avoid that. So you do a shot with clean sand dunes and then and the crew, you know, we finish the shot and it's all been so you gotta move the camera over here and then and then try and do another shot with a, with a pristine sand dune. So it felt like it was all completely sand dune, free of free of feet. But um uh, so that I think's the kind of the the, the horror days that you have. Um, yeah. On a scale of one to ten, ten being heart attack inducing, <laughs> how difficult was the day on set with thirty Kickstarter extras who had <laughs> possibly never done this before? I, was, I will say, like everyone, just so you know, it's not a secret. It's a ballroom scene. They posted about it, and it was huge. It, so much was happening that day. So congratulations, first of all, for not losing your cool. But what was like, yeah, what was that like? Okay, look, and, and look, and that, and that, that was a, look, look, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a stressful day for me. And, and I, and I say that because it was, the ballroom sequence, you know, was always a big scene. And, um, and in reality, we always, we'd broken it down with the first AD about, you know, how much time we needed to shoot it. And we really needed two days, and you we sort of two days. Yeah, and we got what it. You got works <laughs> really good. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Because we ended up going well. We can only afford we can only, we're going we're going to afford the, the the location and the people for one day, and so that's when you go, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to have to try and achieve this in one day. Um, so that's a personal stress that I have to have because I know what I need to shoot to tell the story and, and how you know and, and, and how many shots I need to do it and I know I've got one day to do it. So um, so it for me it all came it all went in a big blur because <laughs> I was going, Okay, I need that, need that, need that, need that. But everyone but it looks fantastic. So and everyone it was great having all these, you know, and all the extras were fantastic. All you guys were great. I think if when people watch it and see the length of that scene and the intricacy of that scene, knowing that it was one day. Yeah. One long day, but one day—that's that's some good filmmaking. That's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's well, you can see why well, I got a grey beard. I know, yeah. I know, I know I'm, on, I'm, I know I'm on, on. You can't see me, but yeah, um, that only happened during the shoot. Um, but um, <laughs> yes, that's, that's how I got my grey too. Was that 14-hour day in Australia? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun. Um, it really was. Uh, I also got to meet Miriam that day and a few of the other actors. Yeah. So, what was it like having some of them back, uh, Miriam and Oh, Ashley look, it was fantastic. Hugo. It was it was such a great that day. Um, the day you know, Miriam Miriam had you know peace throughout it, so she was around from the start. It was she, she? She's always a, a joy. She's you know she's she's so funny and hilariously funny. 
Um, I got a few good lines from her because we weren't supposed to talk to her, but she couldn't. She had to talk to us. She couldn't help herself. Yeah, I know. I will not repeat some of the things she said to me, but they were delightful. No, 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 no. She's a real character. We all we all love her. We just love her being involved, and she loves the show too, which is fantastic. So she's really, you know, she's really keen about the show. and um, but then the other cast, it was so good seeing them all together again when they all came back. Ashley and you know and Hugo. And oh, that day too. The yeah. that day must have been very stressful as well when yeah. you have a very narrow window. Oh, absolutely. Yes, because as you know, because um, you know access to Ashley was quite was quite tricky, and so. Yeah, you know, Deb and Fiona were saying she had a total of twelve hours on the ground in on Australia. On the ground, twelve ground, okay. yeah, in and out, get it shot and go, and so it's yeah. So and also probably emotions are high from everybody. Yep, yep. It was all you know, and it's that classic, um, you know, they all get together on set, and, that's, uh, and everyone, everyone wants to talk, and I'm going, we've got to film, guys, stop talking. <laughs> it we've is hard to, to be the adult sometimes. <laughs> But thank you for being the adult, because otherwise we would not have something to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed there's a POV, a point of view shot in that scene of Dot getting to the scene. And I don't recall that POV in the series. No, probably not. Not that sort of style of shot. I thought it was really interesting. Was that possibly because of time constraints? No, look, well, no, it wasn't necessarily a time constraint. It was something that kind of... I. I'd always felt like I wanted to kind of, um, uh, I felt like that's how I wanted to get into the scene. I wanted to kind of going a, a mystery approach. So you come around and then you, then you see Jack and, and Hugh in the headlights. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, it just kind of, I just, it was one of those directorial um, feelings that I had that I felt that, that was the way to do it. It was great. There was so much emotion right off the bat. That's what, that. I, yeah, because it sort of, because you needed, I mean, and, and a lot of these things when you're doing the process, you, there's certain events you need time to, pro, you want the audience to just give them time to process what's going on, think, but also then take them to lead them into the next the next moment in, in an emotional sense. So, oh, no, thank you. I'm glad you picked that up. Well, I don't want to keep you here for much longer. So, Mary, do you have any more questions? Oh, I have ever so many, but <laughs> <laughs> what's what's next on the horizon for Miss Fisher, for you? Oh, future look, projects? Um, you know, well, we, we'll, with Miss Fisher, we'd always like to do another one. That's the oh, please, yes, that's please, please, that's always. I don't know. <laughs> We're getting kind of bored of it. <laughs> have all my money. You Here you go. For the next film, we'll, so come we'll, to we, India. we'll do all that. So that's always so that's always on the cards, and then. Um, uh, um, I'm going. I'm I'm heading back to Singapore and Indonesia for a for a teenage horror series. Oh yes, yeah. So, do you have any part in the um, Chinese version of Miss Fisher? Not no. I not only only that we were we were um, able to visit set and at the for the uh, for the first couple of weeks, um, and I stayed there watched the filming of that. Um, but not uh, uh, not controlled over it. No, okay. that's, no I'm, that's. I'm really curious to see how that. Oh, look, it's really up. it's really interesting because um, um, I've seen I've seen some scenes from it cut together, and um, they were in, well, look. What was just a, just a digress on the Chinese because they'd taken the scripts and they'd bought the scripts and they'd rewritten them to 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 sitting with Chinese you know culture and stuff like that. But during the filming of it, I was. I was really amazed how faithful they were to the stories and how faithful they were to the actual show. And some of the shots were almost shot for shot from oh, the series. Wow. That's kind of delightful. Really yeah, and so you'd go, you know, we'd so you know they were there and they they had they recreated the radio station, you know, and 
Oh, and my goodness. <laughs> I'm so excited. She you know? found the exterior one day when she was wandering down an alley, and uh, she lost her goddamn <laughs> mind. So. All right. <laughs> okay. And so and so and so they'd because re- they had the you know they had the advantage of big of big studio sets in in uh, China, um, and then and I think the in the Cocaine Blues the dance scene between her and the and you know the, the tango. The Chinese version of that's pretty fantastic too. Oh, wow. it's, not, it's not necessarily tango. It? Yeah, so it's really, really good. And and, and the wardrobe and everything's fantastic. Oh. So, so but it was it, it's you know you you you, you when you see the poster or you see those people you go oh that's that's the Chinese that's the Chinese hue and that's the Chinese dot <laughs> and that's the you know like it's so fantastically obvious. It's great. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see that maybe this can translate to to other cultures. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, other I think countries, it's, so. I, th- I think it's fantastic that you know the Chinese that was one that they really wanted to adapt out of all those shows. So I think that's what's really exciting about the show, I guess. Yeah. That's also, I think, a hunger for stories that are driven by a female protagonist that is driving the action. So. Yeah, and look, and I think there's an is an interesting thing with the Chinese translation on that show. Um, one of it, one of the translations was uh, "Murder Without Blood," and I actually kind of like. And it's that is interesting. Wow. Yeah, and it's sort of, and it sort of means it's sort of like. It's 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 not it's a you know it's a murder mystery but it's not a sort of horrific graphic right. you know it's like without right. the sting without right. yeah you know it's it, it it's not you know it's not it's 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 a different sort of attitude to it so so yeah mm-hmm. so I found that very interesting yeah well thank you so very much for your time today and sitting right. with us after a very long day yesterday <laughs> and I'm sure another 14 hour day by That's the pool right. in Palm Springs That's congratulations right. thank you very much. <laughs>